It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there, my name is Cindy Liming, your host of Your Daily Dose of Awesome, where I talk about adding a little more awesome into your life. Today is a beautiful Saturday morning in Copley, Ohio, which is where I'm recording from today. And my wonderful husband just took me to Krispy Kreme Donuts here in Akron, which is just a little ways from here. And I've had my coffee and I am good to go. In fact, I love Krispy Kreme Donuts so much, I'm inspired to buy my own franchise (laughs) one day when I make my millions. That is the plan. I have lots of ideas for when I make my millions, but that's a whole other episode. But last week in episode 21, I talked about the topic of learning how to wait. I was inspired to do an episode on this topic and make changes in my home and career I'm a fifth grade teacher, by the way, because I read an article called Reasons Today's Kids Are Bored Entitled Impatient with Few Real Friends by Victoria Prudet. In her article, she touches on five different topics, which are technology, waiting, kids rule the world, endless fun, and limited social interaction. So last week, I talked about how kids just don't know how to wait well. And this doesn't just apply to kids. It also applies to adults. I don't wait well either. So um, I feel like we live in a world where things come instantaneously almost. And so um, even as adults, it's hard to wait well. And Prudet, the author of the article, discussed how parents give their kids things right away and don't make them wait. And I, too, am guilty of that, especially in public places. So if you have small children, you know what I mean. Like when my kids were younger, I would do just about anything to keep them from making a scene, especially in public. I also feel that because things come so instantaneously anymore, we're, not, we're just not good at waiting. We put a card into a machine and money pops out and we like to get fast food when we are busy and we like and we eat convenience foods and throw things in the microwave because it's faster and at school like I use Google Classroom so the um so Google grades the multiple choice assignments for my students and they get their grades right away. Now I know for myself when I when I have even a minute of waiting time I pull out my phone and I'll scroll through Facebook. If I'm picking up my daughter and I'm a little bit early, I'm like, yes, I can scroll through my social media for a minute or two. And I don't even wait well either. So it definitely isn't just kids. So since last week I was thinking about how we have to wait and how we're not good at it, I noticed a ton of things about waiting this week. So for example, in an attempt to get Haley off of her iPad, I bought a 300-piece puzzle and she loved doing it. 
And um, my 14-year-old daughter, McKenna, and her friends ended up completing the puzzle, which Haley thought was very exciting. Now, Haley's seven, by the way. And we left the completed puzzle on the table for a few days so that we could enjoy it. And then a little later on, Haley was trying to get off off the couch and lost her balance. And in effort to catch herself from falling, she instead knocked the entire puzzle onto the floor. And seriously, it was like in slow motion, like she started working herself up into this full-blown crying mess. And originally, I thought it was because she might, she thought she maybe would have upset McKenna since McKenna was the one that put it together. And McKenna heard her crying, and once she figured out what happened, she told Haley it was okay, and that it was an accident, and she wasn't upset. And once I finally got Haley to calm down enough to speak, um, I told her that Haley or that McKenna would not be mad. And you know what that stinker said to me? She said, it's not that. It'll take too long to put it back together. So she wasn't concerned about messing up what McKenna put together. She was upset about how long it was going to take to put the puzzle back together. And then also at school, there was a moment where the kids were waiting for a small group to finish their science activity. So we were, um, I had the kids in small groups and just one group just needed like three to five more minutes. But everybody else was done. So I had to go into entertainment mode because things were starting to get out of control. And, you know, I figured, you know, three to five minutes, you know, things should be just fine. But the rest of the class was getting very chaotic quickly. So I I decided to uh, play kids trivia with Alexa. And if you haven't done this yet, this is a really nice game to play with Alexa if you have one. um, Because it does, it really only takes like three to five minutes. And so Alexa asks the kids like five trivia questions and they have to get them right. And, um, and like I said, it just, it's, it's nice because it doesn't take long and the kids did great and they were quiet and they enjoyed the game and then it was over and the last group was about done and we were about to move on to the next thing until one of my students asked, can we have candy? Which is no, no, number one for me. I don't like it when the kids ask me for candy. Believe me, I give them candy. I reward them all the time. They probably don't need to ask. But one of the kids raised their hand and said, can we have candy? And so I asked, we'll give you candy for what? And he said, for waiting. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like you didn't even wait well. I had to entertain you. But anyway, so this week I'm going to tackle another topic from this article, which is how kids rule the world. That's the title of this part of the article. So the awesomeness I bring to you today is a friendly reminder that your child does not rule the world and how to handle it. And one day, your child really will be ruling the world. And our job is to help them rule it well once it's their turn. But first, a word from my sponsor. So this week, I'm going to read the part of the article about kids ruling the world. So that's what this topic is titled in the article by Victoria Prudet. So here it goes. Here's the article. My son doesn't like vegetables. She doesn't like going to bed early. He doesn't like to eat breakfast. She doesn't like toys, but she's very good at her iPad. He doesn't want to get dressed on his own. She is too lazy to eat on her own. 
This is what I hear from parents all the time. Since when do children dictate to us how to parent them? If we leave it all up to them, they are going, all they're going to do is eat macaroni and cheese and bagels with cream cheese, watch TV, play on their tablets, and never go to bed. What good are we doing them by giving them what they want when we know what is not, when we know that it is not good for them? Without proper nutrition and a good night's sleep, our kids will come to school irritable, anxious, and inattentive. In addition, we send them the wrong message. They learn that they can do what they want and not do what they don't want. The concept of need to do is absent. Unfortunately, in order to achieve our goals in our lives, we have to do what's necessary, which may not always be what we want to do. For example, if a child wants to be an A student, he needs to study hard. If he wants to be a successful soccer player, he needs to practice every day. Our children know very well what they want, but have a very hard time doing what is necessary to achieve that goal. This results in unattainable goals and leaves the kids disappointed. And that's the end of the article. And then she goes on to give some, um, a few tips. So um, the first tip she says is, don't be afraid to set the limits. Kids need <clears throat> to grow happy and healthy. Um, she also says to make a schedule for meal time, sleep times, and technology time. So as far as that tip is concerned, I've got that one down. Um, meal time and sleep times are pretty consistent in my house. Um, I don't have a technology time, so maybe I do need to work on that. Maybe. Um, Haley, my seven-year-old, I will admit, she's on her iPad um, quite a bit, like on the weekends more so than during the week. Um, because after school, like she's been at school all day, not on her iPad. And then when she comes home, she has a snack. She tells Alexa to play some dance music and she dances around in the living room. <laughs> and then she watches TV and then we eat dinner. And then, um, lately Haley's been setting up, um, an airport in our living room until I'm cleaning up dinner. Um, airport is the latest game that Haley came up with while waiting for me to finish cleaning up dinner the other day. So, at least in my own home for now, because things can change very quickly. Um, Haley has, you know, she has to wait. Mommy can't always play with her. So um, this week, for whatever reason, she's decided to play this game called airport. So she turns my living room into an airport and she asks me where I want to go. And she puts me on the plane and we go to this pretend place. And it's kind of cute, but um, but she's not on her iPad. So I'm, I'm glad that she... Uh, is using her time to set up the airport while she's waiting for me to finish cleaning up dinner. Um, so anyway, I do need to maybe, maybe get some uh, technology time. Um, like I, I do let her get on it like maybe after she takes her bath for a little bit before she goes to bed. Um, but uh, probably on the weekends, I need to work on that a little bit more. And then the next one is think of what is good for them, not what they want or don't want. They're going to thank you for that later on in life. Parenting is a hard job. You need to be creative to make them do what is good for them because most of the time that is the exact opposite of what they want. So that's what the author wrote as her tip. So thinking about um, what is good for them, not necessarily what they want and don't want. So in my house, this is a big one because um, dinner time with Haley lately, and I don't know why, but um, all Haley wants to eat is cheese pizza or pizza rolls for dinner or maybe rice or noodles with butter. And just me saying that makes me realize how much she dictates what I'm going to feed her. 
my other two kids, I have a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old, and they eat what, it, what is given. So I probably need to stop um, giving that option to Haley. Um, but anyway, so she quit eating meat altogether, though, because it suddenly grosses her out to eat an animal. And so, like, I've shown her pictures of unhealthy children on the Internet, and I've told her about kids who don't get to eat at all and would love to be eating the fruits and veggies that she snubs. Um, Nothing has worked. She's very picky, and I do know what I need to do. I just need to simply put the food in front of her that the rest of us are eating, and if she doesn't want to eat it, then I guess she's just going to be hungry. I think most parents that are in this situation know that. It is just really hard to watch your kid not eat. Um, But I definitely, I know that I need to work on that. But believe me, I have taken away things until she took at least one bite of a new food, which she will take that one bite. And then she becomes very dramatic and acts like it's killing her. So um, here's what ended up happening. She actually had a well child visit uh, last week. And I told her pediatrician all about her new eating habits. And he actually went through and explained to her that she doesn't have to eat meat, but she does have to take her vitamin and um, and that she needs to replace meat with other kinds of protein. And he went through and explained that to her. And then he also went through and explained to her all of the health issues that she would have if she didn't eat some kind of protein every day. And honestly, this was eye-opening for her. And since then, she reminds me to give give her her vitamin every day, if I'm forgetting. And she talks about being healthy every day. And it's only been a few days since her appointment. But so far, I'm happy with our conversation about getting her healthy. So if you have a picky eater, perhaps having someone else besides you have a talk with your child might be... um, a little more helpful than you constantly because Haley and I, every time I would tell her, you know, it's not good for you to not have any protein, she would just yell and, you know, then we, now we've got an argument and a kid screaming and I, and so now it's a lot different since, um, her pediatrician had a talk with her about it. All right. The next tip is kids need breakfast and nutritious food. They need to spend time outdoors and go to bed at a consistent time in order to come to school available for learning the next day. Again, I've got this one down except for the outdoors thing. It is just too cold for that. And also, I feel really bad for the kids at school because they can't have outside recess lately here in Ohio because the temperatures are below freezing. So um, they have had to have recess either inside my classroom or inside the gym. And I feel bad for them because they're all cooped up in this room. And that's where behavior problems are happening because they can't let their energy out. But um, but for now, that's the way it's going to have to be since it's too cold to go outside. But once um, once it warms up, I, I do enjoy going outside with my kids. Um, the next tip from the author is convert things that they don't like doing or trying into fun, emotionally stimulating games. So when I was thinking about this fun, I think this may be something like when your child doesn't feel like cleaning up their Legos to turn it into a game. And um, when my kids, all three of them used to love to play Legos. So like when they were little, we would play a game like, okay, Christian, you pick up all the green ones. I'll pick up all the red ones and McKenna will clean up all the yellow ones and so on. Um, But since my youngest, Haley, who's seven, is not into Legos. And in fact, right now, like I said, she's into taking the couch pillows and turning the couch into an airplane. 
I need to figure out how to get her to clean up instead of me. And um, maybe I'm thinking, since Haley has been enjoying timing things, um, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but she somehow got her hands on one of my timers and has been wearing it around her neck all day, even at school, and has been timing everything, like how long can you keep her eyes closed or how long she's been out of school or how long it takes her to walk through the house. Um, So I'm thinking maybe I can time her um, to clean up. And... uh, or maybe I could, um, she could clean up one couch and I'll do the other couch and we'll have a race or something. So, um, so that's my plan. I got I to gotta somehow figure out how that can be a little more fun because right now I'm the one cleaning it up and, and I know it shouldn't be me. <laughs> so as a teacher, I hear this a lot too. Um, I've had parents tell me, and I'm not putting any parents down because believe me, I am in the same boat just with other things, but I've had parents tell me my child won't fill out their agenda book, so I have no idea what their homework is, for example. I've also had parents tell me my child refuses to do their homework. And um, and so remember, the kids that I work with are in fifth grade. So when I've had these conversations with parents during conference time, I've actually had to ask the parents, now, wait a second, now, who's the boss? So in my own personal life, if my kids refuse to do their homework, which for the record, that has not yet happened, but things would be taken away. Things have been taken away in my home. And maybe that's why they haven't refused to do their homework. But I'm not going to throw any of my kids under the bus here. But I have taken things away from them. Um, since most kids are on some kind of device or an iPhone or an iPad, I have taken the phone away. I've taken the iPad away. And those two things are very effective. Um, now, because I've really stuck to my guns on this, I think it's, it is definitely not an easy thing to do. But as soon as I tell Haley that the iPad is going to be taken away until she does X, Y, or Z, believe me, yes, she screams and she goes into total temper tantrum mode and cries. Um, but soon enough, she does what I've asked when she realizes I'm not playing games. So it's almost like survival of the fittest, like, Yes, she screams and cries and it drives everyone in the house crazy, but I have learned to not give in to that um, when I've taken something away from her. And because I've done that, she knows that, well, I probably should do what I need to do. And, it, and she's getting a little bit better, but um, but you just have to like, just have to hang tough and not give in to the screaming. And once they do what they're, they've been asked to do, then they can have it back. Um, also though, I want to add here that I do feel it's important to give kids some choices, but not all the time. I mean, I think it's important that parents remember that, you know, you, for lack of a better word, you are the boss. I mean, the kids should not be bossing you. And like I said, Haley, I'm guilty of it too. She tries to boss me around. I even have some students that try to boss me around. Um, but I think that, um, I do like to give choices to the kids, but like I said, it, not all the time. And you guys know as well as I do, sometimes a choice is just not an appropriate, it's not an appropriate thing to give. Um, but they are kids and sometimes they don't understand the importance of some things that they need to do for their well-being. So just remember that the kids are not your boss. And sometimes you need to remind them of that. And literally, if I've had to say to my own children, and I've also had to say to some of my students that you are not the boss of me. So um, I do give my cho- my kids choices from time to time, 
But they're always choices that I can live with. Like, for example, if I need to pick up fast food, I will give them the choice of Arby's or Wendy's, two places that I would like to eat. So if somebody says, well, I want to go to McDonald's, and I'm just back to, well, that's not one of the choices. It's either Arby's or Wendy's. Pick. So always make sure it's a choice that I'm going to be able to live with. Or something like with Haley, I'll say, okay, what do you want to do first? Brush your hair or brush your teeth? So not doing it isn't an option. I just... I'm very aware of what the options are. So this week, I'm going to be more aware of the fact that Haley is not my boss. And please remember, all of the things that I talk about are things that I am dealing with. I'm not a perfect parent or teacher, but I am learning all the time. I want my own kids and students to grow up to be responsible and able to function successfully and independently in the world. And if we let kids call all the shots... Well, I don't even really want to think about what that would be like. In fact, I kind of already know. But this week, I'm going to get more creative about getting Haley to eat healthy. And I think I'm going to get on Pinterest to see if I can find more kid-friendly, healthy choices that have protein in it. And I'm going to figure out ways to turn cleanup time into a game, I think, either by racing Haley or timing her to see how long it takes her to do it. I did notice, though, that kids do love to see how fast they can do something. So if you struggle with this, buy a cheap stopwatch that your child can wear around their neck. I know this sounds nuts, but even while you're encouraging appropriate behavior on how to wait, you can have your child time you to see how long you can keep your eyes closed and get a nap. That sounds genius to me. (laughs) I hope you've... um, I hope what you've heard today is helping you in your home with your kids. Um, If so, please share this episode or hit subscribe if you haven't already. And I am always open to your ideas. We are all in this together, my friends. Parenting is not easy. So if you have any successful tips to share, please find me in my Facebook group by searching Your Daily Dose of Awesome. I'm also on Twitter at Cindy Liming, and that is spelled C-Y-N-D-I. And Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. And I'm also on Instagram at Your DD of Awesome. You can also check out my website at www.yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com where I share all of the things that I find are awesome. I really would love to hear from you and I am always open to suggestions. All I want to do is be the best mom, wife, and teacher I can be and I definitely can't do that alone. So go out and make your corner of the world a little more awesome. Have a great week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 